Welcome back to Create Out Loud. I'm Jen Loudon, your host, national bestselling author, nine books, a million copies sold, writing coach, strategist for creatives. Got an episode for you today that I think you're going to find super useful about ecosystems. It plays off of Pam Slim's episode from a couple months ago and some ideas I got from her wonderful book, The Widest Net. And I'll just break it down a little bit more for you because I really think ecosystems are the sustainable way to market. Now, I know marketing might make you want to crawl out of your skin right now, but this is a short, fun episode. So see if it gets you thinking about some things that will help you make some money or if money's not your thing with your art, maybe create more community, more connections. So put on your thinking cap and let's dive in. But before we do, I want to tell you that if you are a writer who's interested in writing a nonfiction book, I made the best new freebie. It's one page that will blow you away. It'll really help you get your nonfiction book started. And if you've already started it and you're feeling lost, you're going to love it. Bit of a long URL. So you can either go to jenniferloudon.com, click on podcast and see the show notes if you just want to click on it right there. Or you can type this in jenniferloudon.com forward slash five hyphen ways hyphen to hyphen start hyphen your hyphen non hyphen fiction hyphen book. And if you're not writing nonfiction book, but you know someone who is, share this with them. Let's dive into talking about ecosystems and how to connect and how to create more income or more connection or more community as any kind of creative. Let's start by defining ecosystem. Pam defines it as wherever you find all the services, products, organization, events, and media who are aligned with your values and provide your ideal client or customer with a complete set of tools, resources, and information to solve their problem. Your ideal customer is at the center of the ecosystem. I define it a little bit simpler. The places where your person hangs out that you could be present in different, fun, interesting, and authentic ways. The reason why I like the ecosystem approach versus some of the other approaches I'll talk about in a moment is because it really makes you connect to the people who you want to reach, who you want to have as clients or customers and be in conversation and learn about them. And you change and grow tremendously as does your work or how you talk about your work when you do the ecosystem approach. It is profoundly powerful to help you understand what is it that people want and how do I align what I offer in authentic way so they understand or adjust what I offer so they want to buy it? But we're afraid of this kind of connection, knowledge, and change. And things that are intimate, things that require us to change, things that require us to connect. Mm-hmm, let's run the other way. Like, take me. Podcasting, great. I can hide behind this microphone. I love making in- solo episodes for you. I love interviewing people for you. Yay! I love editing it. I love making it great. But when it comes time to do my ecosystem work, when it comes time to connect, oh, I can't tell you how many times I've Punt that to do to the next day or the day after that or the day after that. So I'm right here with you saying it's hard to do this. We have modeled for us the get big media or do it all on social media or faceless announcement style. And while those media opportunities can be fantastic and worth going for, the ecosystem model is so much more sustainable and also that intimacy and connection that can really mold our work where it can take off and get that kind of media exposure. I also want to say that the reason why, one of the reasons why my first 
first book, The Woman's Comfort Book, became a bestseller. I spent three months driving around the country in my parents' Ford tourist station wagon, doing workshops in YWCA basements, book readings where one person would show up. It was all about small and connection and finding ecosystems where women were. Full confession, I've been invited to give a presentation to a really cool group where there's a lot of very high-powered Hollywood people who really need my services. And I keep not making the presentation happen. I know, I know. I will. I want to do something about finding your signature idea and finding your hook that makes it different. But here's the thing, my friends. When we do it, it works. And when my clients do it, it works. Now, I can almost hear you all the way from where you are to my little office in Boulder County, Colorado. Oh my gosh, but so-and-so has this great agency and -and so-and-so did Facebook ads for blah, blah. So-and-so had the most amazing marketing done for them or or this, I did this and and it worked for me. You can hire people to improve your strategy, help you clarify it, help you clarify your messaging. You can hire people. People help you with your branding and your look and with your automation if you are doing social media. But if you don't know what you're offering and you don't know who your people are, you haven't had time in these ecosystems connecting with them, using your own language, your marketing is most likely going to fail. I've seen it happen nine out of 10 times. People spend thousands of dollars with dear friends of mine who I know do good work, but there's no, they're there. They haven't been in business. They haven't been testing things. They haven't been trying things out. They haven't been in conversation. There's so many ways to experiment and connect to make sure that you actually have something that you want to deliver, that you want to build on, and that somebody else wants, because you got to have both. And then once you have that, and maybe you do, and you're like, I just want to sell my art more, and I don't know how to talk about it, I don't know how to use social media, and you go down all these technique rabbit holes. Let me give you an example from a client who teaches a very particular kind of writing class, not unlike myself, but with her own particular wonderful flavor. People love what she does. And when the pandemic hit, she went from having local classes where she lives to working on Zoom. In the past, before we worked together, she would latch on to the bright, shiny marketing idea that meant that all she had to do was create cool content and in a limited amount, not in a consistent amount, not showing up in certain places all the time, or not all the time, but regularly, and that something magic would happen by putting that content out, and in this case, this last one, it was um, SEO, and then her people would magically show up. It didn't work. It was a complete and total flop. And so we had the ecosystem conversation after the fact. I suggested some places that she is known already and friends that she has that are other writers that belong to really cool different associations present or can get her in front of presenting to different cool writing conferences. And before you know it, she has a free class that she's offering to two of these ecosystems. She put it together, I think, in less than two weeks. I think out of that, she got 80 people to sign up and three people to convert so far to a seven-week class that is a serious moneymaker for her. 
Yes, converting people from a webinar to taking an offer is an art in itself, and I'm not going to talk about that. The whole point was is the ecosystems were so obvious around her through friends, through organizations she already belonged to. It required her to reach out to make an ask, and it also required her, and this is super important, to put together a free class that led naturally to the paid class, that created a sense of this is what the paid class delivers, and this is why you want it. Okay, since I work with a lot of writers, let's use another example of writers. Now you might be like, I'm a writer and all I wanna do is like write my books and I'm happy to show up on social media a little bit, just say buy my book. No, that's not gonna work. First of all, it doesn't work for social media. And second of all, that's not building ecosystems. Ecosystems are getting to know, say three independent bookstores, in a radius of your house, really getting to know some of the people in the bookstore, having conversations with them, buying a few books as much as you can afford, they're gonna be wonderful ecosystems for you to talk about, go talk about and get support for your book. Tag them on social media afterwards when you buy a book. Develop relationships with readers now. If you're working on a novel, what would it be like to put together a group of people in a Facebook group or a Google group or a, an email list that you're having conversations with about your characters, about getting stuck, about accountability, to begin to build buzz, but also to build relationships that you're talking to these people. Ask Polly, Heather Harvelosky's Substack, is a great example of that. And she went from you know being paid as a big time columnist to do it on her own so she could have more control and have those relationships. Laura Davis, who we had on a number of episodes ago, great episode about and listened to how a writer found and nourished ecosystems. You can send snail mail. You can send emails to authors that you admire, to podcasts that you admire. You can go to live events and spend time to get to know the people who show up there, have conversations with them, work on your community, work on lifting them up as well. These are ecosystems. I like to set aside Fridays to review a couple of podcasts, to review people's books that have come out because I know how much that matters to me and I think it's good karma and it feels good to my heart to give that back and that's somewhat building those ecosystems as well. So it's just a couple of examples of endless ways that you can find where your people hang out and build those relationships, not because they're always going to result in somebody hiring you or buying something from you, but because it feels good. You can begin to connect other people for work. You'll get to know about their work and you can help connect them with other people. And you can be in relationship with listening to and learning so much about what your people want if you're creating new services, creating a new idea, writing a new book, creating a new course. But also if you're not, if you're like, no, no, I'm not like that, Jen. I'm not a writer. I'm not an information content creator, any of that stuff. I'm, I'm a maker of stuff. You can be learning about where people who buy that stuff hang out. What kind of language do they look for? What kind of mystique or story can you create? Because so much of that is true for um, high-end art artists, right? I think about Banksy, for example. And you can find out what books they're reading, what podcasts they're listening to, what websites they hang out on, all places that you can then show up in different ways. Ecosystem, ecosystem, ecosystem versus hire someone to market for me, make it all go away, make it all big and complicated and tech. 
make it small, make it human, make it real and learn from it. Don't do what I do, at least today, which was hide behind my microphone because we have to create out loud, which means we got to be out loud with it. Love to hear what you think. You can always send me an email to jen at jenniferloudon.com. If you want more tips and stories about this and how to create and how to show up for your life as a creative, sign up at jenniferloudon.com. And if you're interested in hiring a fantastic strategist and coach to get your something made and out into the world, drop me a line. Next week, we have someone who certainly creates out loud, and that is Ash Ambroger. She's known for her book, The Middle Finger Project, and her uh, website and content and offers around that. But she also has a bunch of other side businesses and travel, and she's an expert in Costa Rica, and she does a really cool daily writing email about how to make your content and writing more exciting. (laughs) She would have a much better word than that. I really am looking forward to sitting down and talking to her. So we're going to learn a lot. I'm sure we're going to laugh. And I'm sure there's going to be some potty mouth language. Just keep an eye on that if you're listening to this in the car with your kids. In the meantime, what I hope you do is sit down and sketch out three ecosystems where you're just right client or customer hangs out. Is it three different websites that you might hang out, write for, learn about? Is it uh, play other thought leaders who speak to but are adjacent or complementary that you could reach out to or start to get to know? Are there podcasts that you think, yes, this would be amazing if someday I could be on this podcast. Let me listen to them. How would I pitch them? How can I let them know that I exist? How can I support their work? Nonprofit organizations, events or conferences, faith communities. You heard from Sarah Flick, and one of the things that I coached Sarah on in her book, Desire, Mystery, and Belonging, was tapping into her huge network uh, through the Episcopalian Church because she and her husband both have a high uh, high profile in that church. She was completely looking to do all this kind of marketing and social media stuff. I'm so sure, you know, tap into that. People love you. You'll sell some books that way, but that's not going to get you very far. That is that kind of empire, you know, splash it out. And And that has its place, especially with a book launch, but it's much more limited and usually much, much less effective than we think it's going to be and people get tired of hearing about it pretty soon and Facebook or whatever you're using Instagram etc remember it only reaches a small portion of your people so we came up with a lot of different ideas to reach out to the different faith communities speaking there and presenting there and asking uh, even for you know church newsletter reviews for example so faith communities can be super powerful get some ecosystems going don't hide behind your microphone your computer your social media or wishing that someone could come along and make this all go bye-bye. Because marketing and talking about our work and connecting with our people is part of how we create out loud. See you next week. <laughs>